0: Hello, and welcome to Simply Edifies podcast. Our goal is to encourage women as we navigate the messiness of life through biblical studies, personal stories, and practical tips that bolster our walk with Jesus daily. Thank you for joining us in our episode today. We are continuing our series on the Be Ye's in the New Testament. Today we're going to look at Be Ye Thankful. So we just came out of the Thanksgiving uh, season now we're moving right into the Christmas season and I find it interesting that like immediately we go from w- what we're supposed to be doing as a culture we've kind of drifted away from it giving thanks to being some of the most covetous and unthankful people
1: <laughs> I remember when Black Friday started creeping into Thanksgiving mm, yeah started like you know, nine o'clock on Thanksgiving night. Now it's and like all like,
0: November Black Friday. It's like <laughs> you that's true. It's like, that, that is still true.
1: All November. Yeah, but I thought, how ironic is it that the day that we're supposed to be spending, being grateful and thankful, we are cutting short to go out and buy things, right? And like shove each other in the mall <laughs> to buy yeah. things. Yeah. Yeah, gratefulness is one of those things that I think we think we have covered until we stop and really examine ourselves. Absolutely. So
0: our text is in Colossians, Colossians 3.15. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to the which also you are called in one body, and be ye thankful. So actually this whole portion, Colossians three. I feel like has to do with how we can be thankful. Like, what do we have to do to be thankful? If you're going to ask that question, you can go up to verse one and it says, if you then be risen with Christ, seek those things, which are above where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And then verse two is set your affections on things above, not on things of the earth. If our hearts and our minds are set on things above, we're going to be thankful. How do we be thankful? Keep God in your heart and your mind, be conscious and intentional of where your blessings come from know that it's not just your hard work it's not just your effort it's not just put you putting in the time and the money to get what you want it's all good things come from above because god is a good god and he daily gives us these benefits and that
1: will cause us to be grateful and thankful we we had a situation recently where We had spent a whole day out doing things for the kids, you know. And at the end of the day, one thing went wrong. One of my children just started spiraling about how bad the day was and how miserable they were and, you know, just whining, whining Mm -hmm. boils down to nothing traumatic had happened. It was just they got upset. And all of a sudden, they weren't thankful for anything that we had done all day long. And as a mother who had gone through a lot of effort to make all those things happen, super frustrating yeah and i'm glad that god is being more patient as a father you know than i than i am as a mother but how often do we do that like we have so much to be grateful for but like the tiniest little thing we'll just flip the script in our head and then all of a sudden everything's miserable yeah i i I think that god is very patient with us but we should be very grateful that he's very patient with us because Mm -hmm. as humans if it was up to us we'd be so frustrated Mm. He's a life and he's given us all everything we need, but one bad day will spiral us into ungratefulness. Right. right. Like, God, how could you? You're not good to me.
0: You're not, you know, and we shake the fist because something's not going right. So, If you were to read down a little bit further in Colossians, verse four says, mortify therefore your members, which are upon the earth, fornication, uncleanness, in order and affection, evil concupiscence, and covetousness, which is idolatry. So what's the opposite of being thankful? Well, that reveals itself in covetousness and wanting anything more than God. And you can fill in the blanks there. And we're supposed to kill that in our life. We're supposed to mortify. That means to kill, to destroy it's a, an active thing. So none of these things are going to be passive, right? Setting your perfection on things uh, above, that's an action. Like you're doing it. You're being intentional about it. Mortifying, that's an action. You're doing it. You're being intentional about it. It takes work is my point there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thankfulness doesn't just happen. It takes work.
1: You have to to root out the bad And replace it with the good. It does not have to depend on your circumstances. Some of the most joyful, grateful, thankful people that you will meet have the least. But that's That's because it's something that they have chosen, chosen to see the blessings of God rather than focus on the negative. And that's even outside Christian circles. I think that even people of other religions and faiths like you can still see people who have like this measure of joy because they've chosen to appreciate what they have instead of being frustrated by what they don't have and so how much more true could that be for us who have everything in christ yeah
0: i mean that's that's convicting for sure when you can see a lost person who exemplifies thankfulness and gratefulness better than you (laughs) so if you go past our verse into verse 16 it says let the word of christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs singing with grace in your hearts to the lord and whatsoever you do in word and deed do all in the name of the lord jesus giving thanks to god and the father by him so again how are we going to be thankful letting the word of christ dwell in us richly investing in others, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and then having a song in your heart, always keeping the truth of God in you and flowing through you through a song, you know? And again, whatsoever you do in word or deed, do all for God's glory and honor. That's being mindful. That's being intentional. Again, so often we just go through our days mundanely, getting caught in the trap of the oh, this is what we got to do today. Come on, let's go. And not taking the time to say, okay, yeah, we're going to go to school today. We're going to do our, do our school at home. We're going to do our chores. We're going to do this, whatever. But we're not doing it just for us. We're not doing it just because it needs to get done. We're doing it because this is where God has us right now and he wants us to do it. So let's do it for him.
1: It can be so easy to just, again, just focus on like the one thing that's not going right. And letting that just take over and I think that that's kind of that same idea of like the root of bitterness and how it just starts off with this tiny little thing Mm. that takes over and it's usually not the main thing it's not like usually when you see angry ungrateful like bitter people it doesn't usually start with like a huge sickness or like a huge life-altering event that you could look at and say oh that was a terrible thing that happened to you Usually, it's like petty offenses that we've chose to focus on and harbor, and
0: and then everything else in that category of life, whatever it is, becomes like a snowball yeah. effect. It just yeah. adds up, and then it's all just bad.
1: Like you can't An see
0: hint. the good anywhere.
1: That's just like I was seeing with my my child earlier. I've I've watched them do that before. Of like just kind of this quick spiral of like oh, mm-hmm. that was the best we've ever had it to everything is miserable and everything is awful and sure and life is terrible and i'm like i watch that happen and i'm like sad for them first of all because they're so miserable in that moment frustrated usually because why mm-hmm. <laughs> but then also convicted because mm-hmm. i do the same thing i just do it inside my head usually <laughs> right not as visible right um, in a more adult I guess fashion but it's still that whole things didn't go my way so everything is terrible and I really find it interesting that the verse you just read and whatsoever you do in word or deed do all in the name of the Lord Jesus giving thanks to God and the Father by him the next two verses deal with husbands and wives and children and how in our relationships with each other and I don't think At all that that's an accident. I think that those are very important. Sometimes when I'm when I'm frustrated with my husband, I'm usually not being thankful for him. When I'm frustrated with things with my children, I'm usually not focusing on being grateful for them. Not that frustrations cannot come. Even if you are grateful, you can be super glad to have children and still be sad that you have to fold three piles of laundry. Um, (laughs) I mean, honestly. Sometimes you'll see stuff like, oh, it just means I have children to care for it. Like, yes. But also you still have to fold through like all that laundry. Like it is uh-huh. it's real. It's right. real. It's okay. It's okay if you don't love folding laundry just because it means you have a house full of children to clothe.
0: Right. But it does
1: but- <laughs> it does mean
0: that you can do it without a bad attitude.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes, it does. Like you can you cannot love it and still have a grateful Art. And sometimes you just have to do the thing, regardless of how you feel about it in the moment. But gratefulness is is again, I think it's kind of like joy. It's a more than a, a feeling. Like happiness is a feeling that you get sometimes. But joy is a constant abiding peace in knowing Christ. And I think that gratefulness can have that same steady, constant flow in your life. It doesn't have to be like this, oh, I just feel so grateful. But right. you are your actions are portraying gratefulness, and your attitude is portraying gratefulness. Or maybe you don't feel great about the situation, but you're thankful that you have Christ to help you through it, or whatever the case may be.
0: So true. One of the markers of the end times is unthankfulness. You know, Ugh. and one of the marks of a person who as we would say it would become like reprobate is unthankfulness. You know, Romans one talks about that In Romans one it says because that when they knew God, they glorified him, not as God, neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations and their foolish heart was darkened. You can't be a proud person and be thankful. If you're a proud person Everything is about how great you are and how wonderful you've done and how you've achieved things. And you might not even say that out loud, but your actions can definitely demonstrate that and your, your level of
1: thankfulness. It's a gauge of someone's spiritual maturity. If you meet someone who's complaining all the time and you contrast that with someone who has a grateful attitude, even when things are hard. You don't have to question, or you're not even being um, harshly judging someone. You can you can step back and clearly see who is the more spiritually mature person in that scenario, and you don't have to know a whole lot else about them. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Because a complaining spirit is just—it's not a hallmark of maturity, even even in physical maturity. Babies and toddlers whine. Mm. You know, I teach kindergarten. And when my kindergartners whine, I'm like, no. <laughs> mm-hmm. We've passed the age where that is acceptable. Like, of course, they're going to complain about some things because we're human. But whining is we've we have passed that point of where that is cool anymore. Mm-hmm. Um. So obviously, it's a mark of maturity, and in children and people. If I walked around whining all day, I mean, not that I've not had days where that's happened, but. Someone would be like, "What is wrong with her?" If I spent all just day be with it? like, "Grow up, <laughs> yeah, like that, yeah." I've given her sat there and listened to someone whine. Like, there's a difference between listening to someone pour out their complaints. Like, I sat um in a doctor's office. I won't get into all the details because it might be upsetting for some people. But I was in a doctor's office of a very serious nature, and they were t- talking about their real life surgeries that they had had and like the complications that they had had because of it and i remember sitting there and just it was so much to take in especially because i knew i was fine i was getting a checkup but i knew i was fine and these women were struggling so hard and like i would not call that whining you know (laughs) right they were sharing like real griefs that were happening with them but i would say there was more like gratefulness even in that group of women um just talking about their real life problems Then I've heard from some younger people who have no idea what a hardship is yet in life. And they're whining because, you know, their manager didn't give them the day off they requested. (laughs) I mean, yeah, like (laughs) the society we
0: definitely see today, just like I said, it is the last days. And we see that in the level of ungratefulness and unthankfulness in so many ways as a Christian, we really need to rise above. And we really, cause it's so easy to get sucked into that. Like, oh, they did me wrong. So, oh, I deserve this. I deserve that. It's so easy even as a believer to get sucked into that mentality of, you know, wanting and desire and and thinking that we deserve something. And that's where our gratefulness goes out the door and our thankfulness goes out the door and we really need to guard, guard ourselves
1: with that complaining is addictive it oh yeah it totally is it makes you feel so good especially if you're with someone that like validates your complaint mm-hmm. and then and if you're ever with someone and you start to complain about someone and they rebuke you
0: mm.
1: oh man that cuts like a knife. Mm-hmm. especially if it's done by someone in the right way like they're like hey why are you complaining about that like you should be grateful for this like Sometimes that can be very hard, but also like, you know, you know, they're right.
0: <laughs> yeah. And, and it's so convicting. And you can't you have in that moment, you have that choice to take offense mm-hmm. to that correction. Or you can say, you know, that was thank you. Thank you for reminding me. Thank you. And again, taking it in humility because the opposite of thankfulness is pride essentially pride and covetousness and and entitlement entitlement so when we can with humility accept the correction and move on and and do better um it's so hard we have to put that flesh down we have to kill it just like a verse said uh there in colossians
1: i don't know i'm not a a scholar of the biblical languages but i just it's so dramatic (laughs) mortify is not like you know gently lay it to rest (laughs) like in my mind it's a very like graphic like destroy it right and so i don't know again like i am not saying that for sure i don't know all of the the root words and all that stuff but i just know that when i read that word i just think like you know, going to war against it, and mm. um, you have to have that mentality because it's not—it's not a passive thing. We talk about thankfulness, kind of like it's a holiday. Like, let's let's be grateful, stand around and, and count your blessings, which is a great practice, and it's my favorite holiday because it's just about eating. <laughs> <laughs> how, how could you be unthankful when there's so much food? I love Thanksgiving. It's just so like there's no pressure unless you're cooking for a lot of people but and but most of the time it's people enjoy cooking they're the ones that end up tasked with it it seems like right. so you know it's just eating and, and being grateful like i love it so much mm-hmm. it's not it's not having a great being grateful is not something you can just put on holidays or you can just do as simply as counting your blessings from time to time it's it's part of spiritual warfare mm. i think mm. and just I know that when Satan has been, I, know, I hate to give Satan credit, but when I have been struggling spiritually, there's almost always a problem with my heart being ungrateful for being entitled, for being frustrated that God's not doing what I think he should be doing, regardless of my amount of effort that I'm placing into it, or I'm just forgetting the blessings that God has given me. I know like, you know, like there's, you, you remember, there were times during our kids' toddler years that felt like they were never going to end sure did, and, and it felt like walking through mud mm-hmm. as much as I love my children it was so hard and sometimes it just felt like this is just too much it, and I would get sometimes down and then I just realized like I was so privileged to have the opportunity mm-hmm. to have those kids to have the situation where I'm in, where like they have a dad that loves them. They have, we have a home, we have food, we have so many things that others don't. And I wasn't thinking about all that stuff. I was just thinking about this is hard. It was so I don't it, like it, and it was hard. And if you're in that scenario situation right now, it is hard. And there are days that are going to be low, but you're going to look back and be able to recognize that. you probably grew a lot during that time. If you let, if you choose to be grateful. Yeah. And even
0: in, even in the heart, you still are making it what it is in your mind, like in your Mm -hmm. attitude and how you present yourself, like to your children, to your husband, you can, you can make it better or you can make it worse. Like, yes, it's hard. It is difficult. It's trying, like you lack sleep, you lack proper nutrients half the time because you (laughs) don't eat right. Like, There's definitely issues, but at the same time, your heart attitude it matters. It matters a lot, and and no matter what stage or what thing you're going through, giving thanks always that's another Mm -hmm. verse. And you know, in everything, give thanks for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you.
1: That's not an option. You know, change your heart, like work on your heart attitude, and if you're still really struggling. Drop your pride and go talk to somebody who can who can encourage you, whether it's spiritually or someone who could help you. um, maybe it's even your doctor, like whatever it takes, like but the pride element has to go out the window mm-hmm. um, and you have to address the fact that and I hate this. Well, I don't hate to say this. It's just the truth. The world is it doesn't revolve around me. <laughs> the world doesn't revolve around you. And sometimes the hard seasons are for the benefit of others. Mm -hmm. And I realized in my early motherhood years, well, even now, but it was very stark when they were little, how absolutely selfish I was as a person. I really liked, you know, eating. I still like eating alone. I don't want to share my food time. Like, I want to eat uninterrupted. I want to put food in my mouth and I have to stop to open things. Mm. Um, That's a silly example, but like Mm -hmm. just things like that showed me like I have a lot of selfishness and pride and those things when I start focusing on how my needs aren't getting met, I stop being grateful. It is so true and that's true for
0: just like what you said, any relationship and marriage, your kids, your friends, your church relationships. Oh, that's a big
1: one. Yeah, that's when you one.
0: go into these relationships and these places and you're thinking, what am I going to get out of it?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I'm not getting anything out of this right now. Then that's where you can tell yourself that you are being ungrateful and unthankful and you need to do a heart check because that's the wrong attitude. That's the wrong focus. Oh, I just yeah. don't feel like I'm getting anything out of this. Well, yeah.
1: I what think you're putting into it.
0: Right. That there's so many factors. We don't have time to get into all of them right now because each relationship has different points of you know selfishness that need to be addressed. But we are glad that you joined us today for this episode on be ye thankful. And we hope that it helps you to go through this Christmas season grateful and thankful that Jesus Christ came to earth. Not just as a baby in a manger, but he came to give us freedom from our sin. He died on the cross so that we can be free from unthankfulness and ungratefulness. We have the victory through his death. And so that we can walk through this month of covetousness and greed and all of these things that so many people, and even ourselves included, you know, just do as an expectation almost. People go into debt. People are just like me, like not me as in like I want everything, but we're still being consumers, right? We're still like, even if we're giving the gifts, why are we giving the gifts? What is our motive behind giving the gifts? Is it that expectation of this is what we do? So I have to do it. And we don't have a thankful heart. We don't have a grateful heart for the people that we're giving the gifts to, like the whole thing. Just keep Christ as central focused and mortify the deeds of the flesh. (laughs) We are honored that you chose Simply Edify to be a part of your day. If this episode was a blessing to you, would you consider subscribing to our podcast as well as writing a review or giving us a rating? This would be such a help to our ministry. We would love for other people to find us, And this is one of the ways that they can. Thank you.